I've made a massive mistake. This is Understanding Garfield, a podcast exploring the enduring appeal of everyone's favorite lazy cat, Garfield. Today, we are not talking about Garfield. I'm Sam Pomerant. Before we got too far ahead of ourselves, I want you to know I did see the trailer. This podcast has become a prison of my own creation. Four different people sent me the Garfield trailer and dozens have asked me my thoughts. I will get to my thoughts, but I do need a break before I get there. If you didn't listen last week, all you need to know is that I've lost my mind. I've overdosed on Garfield and I may never recover. So this week we are pivoting to Jim Davis. We all know that Jim created Garfield. His signature is at the bottom of every comic. What you might not know is that he has a few other comics. His first comic was Norm Nat, a silly comic about a bug. In the 80s, he made Orson's Place, about a farm led by a silly pig. And in 2001, he dared ask, what if Mr. Potato Head was silly? From 2001 to 2003, Jim Davis wrote a comic about Mr. Potato Head, featuring Mrs. Potato Head and their children, Julianne, Chip, and Lucille. And here's the thing about this comic strip. It's really bad. Like, really bad. It, it makes Garfield look like fine art. It's, it's just, it's atrocious. It's not good. It's uh, terrible. It's a disaster, a disappointment, but ultimately the worst thing ever. Usually, I'd play a clip of the Garfield comic now, but we don't have a Garfield comic this week, and I really don't want to make you listen to any of the Mr. Potato Head comics, truly. It's that bad. So, you know, uh, Dawson. Yeah? No Garfield today. You don't have to. Oh, no? To, no. You can go home. Like I, I know you hang out in the studio whenever we record the whole thing. Oh, okay. But you can, unless, if you want to talk about Mr. Potato Head oh. at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Today on the show, I'm joined by Dawson Fleming, who you know as the voice of Garfield on this very podcast. Right now, I'm making him read some Mr. Potato Head comics. And these were coming out daily. Yeah, that's how all these comics work. Do you think these are worse than Garfield comics? 100%. Okay. I will, uh, let me preface. Oh, 100%, 100%. Like, because I don't think Mr. Potato Head, I don't think a potato has the same staying power as a cat. That's why it doesn't work? Because people don't like potato heads? Not necessarily. Like, this is all But I don't think it's out. as much as, char- it's as charming as okay. a cat. From, like, this is like 2001 to 2002 they were making these. Yeah. And the thing is that, like, this is post Don Rickles has played Mr. Potato Head. I was going to say, are we post Toy Story Mr. Potato Head hype? Post Toy think, Story 1 and Toy Story 2. Yeah, so that's what I was, I was thinking. Is I'm like, you, I'm sure you are riding off the coattails of what is a really strong portrayal of Mr. Potato Head. Because I wouldn't know how to play a Mr. Potato Head. Sure. If you just gave me the role before Don Rickles. But now I can only see Mr. Potato Head as a Don Rickles. And this Mr. Potato Head isn't a Don Rickles. No. He's he, just like a, like a classic sitcom dad. My, that's the thing is I think if you replaced... So like I'm going to quickly, quickly, quickly look up what I was talking about earlier. But there's a bunch of comics that are just like office dad humor or sitcom dad humor. Dilbert. The creator of Dilbert is a really awful person. But Dilbert, if you can see from over here, mm-hmm. it's just like some office guy. If you replaced any of the dialogue from Mr. Potato Head with it was just Dilbert saying it, it would still be the same 
Besides the fact that he can take his body parts off. Which, like, for those listening, once every, like, few weeks, they're like, and here's our new bit, Mr. Potato Head's arm falls off. Yeah, and, like, those are the ones that are the strongest Mm. because it's using the fact that he's a Mr. Potato Head. And I think this might be why Garfield is... Good isn't the word I want to use, Mm -hmm. but I can't think of a better one right now. That it's permanent? It's that, like... Permanent? Garfield is a good character type. Yeah. Grumpy lazy there's going to be like an infinite well of things to do there and, and i think from my understanding which is very little from my understanding of newspaper comic strips mm-hmm. that kind of character isn't i know there's usually very there's usually very sarcastic yeah but a grumpy cat is in at the time fresh and and the thing is that like there's always new situations for a grumpy cat to be in there's not that many situations for a mr potato head to go in no there's only so many body gags you can do and also i'm like well, well the characters of like john and Odie mm-hmm. are fun because Odie doesn't speak and he's a silly little dog. Yeah. And we all know a silly little dog. We've all met one. John is a work classic kind working man who is the, he plays the straight of Garfield silliness, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone in the Mr. Potato Head universe is a silly Mr. Potato Head. And so there's nothing to bounce off of, I think. So is that, is that what's really impressive about Garfield? It's not each individual comic. But just as an, a character archetype that was created, mm-hmm. Jim Davis struck gold. I think so. And he can't replicate it. No. He tried ha- again. He was like, what if a Mr. Potato Head? And I don't think Mr. Potato Head has enough to work with in terms of like culturally, everyone knows a grumpy cat. Everyone mm-hmm. knows like, oh, yeah, that, a cat would act like that. I think Jim Davis captured how people think cats would act really yes. well. That's a good point. Yeah. And people like that. But Mr. Potato Head... The only thing people now expect is Don Rickles. And this is no Don Rickles. And this is not Don Rickles. So it looks like the impressive thing that Jim Davis did once yeah. was create a great type of character. I think so. I think he captured the archetype of how people perceive cats. And that, that is very powerful. That is very strong. Yeah. And I think the issue then with his other comics is that Jim Davis isn't a great joke writer. No. Because... If you ask me, from as the voice actor of Garfield, you've gone into the character. I've really dived deep. You've yet to emerge from him. It's hard. It once you once it sticks with you, it it, it doesn't. As you can tell, I'm doing the Garfield voice still. It doesn't leave you. <laughs> but what I've noticed is reading the material and getting into the headspace is that Garfield isn't funny. There's no good jokes. <laughs> it's just the fact that it's a, it's a grumpy cat. Yeah, And that sh- really sticks with people. Not the jokes. Nobody went, Haha, that's a good, funny joke. That's a funny joke from a cat. You know what it is? Garfield is David Letterman. I've been reading a book by David <laughs> Letterman. And, and it, it talks about, like, the thing he realized that he learned from Jay Leno, actually, was that, yeah. like, the biggest and most important thing is attitude. If you have the right attitude, you can make anything funny. Yep. Like, David Letterman show never had the best written jokes, but he had the attitude. He had a great, yeah. In fact, you could argue David Letterman stole a lot from Garfield. I think... Grumpy guy. Yes. I think Garfield is the talk show archetype that we strive for. Garfield yeah. is David Letterman's inspiration. I think so. You would say it. And so would you think that he's the guy, because so I, I feel very bad, but the person who sits in David Letterman's chair, like they have the guy on the couch. Oh, yeah. Who is that for? Do you remember his name? Oh, so he didn't sit on the couch. It was his, his band leader. 
Um, is that Odie? Or is that John? It's more of a, he's more of a John. Yeah, or is he a normal? Ooh, that's, you know, this is all really good. It's Paul yeah. Schaefer. I think Paul Schaefer, yeah, yes, thank you. Paul Schaefer is a John. I think so as well. Yeah, because he's just doing his thing. Yeah, he was just and hanging then, out. Gar- Letterman slash Garfield is like, oh, this It's guy. hard. Once you connect them, it's really hard to separate. They're one and the same. The two characters. And I think this is the best way to look at Garfield is it's not a series of good jokes. It's a series of decent gags. Yes. With a good, Performed strong from the right attitude. attitude. You, you, you tune in because you know you'll want to see what's Garfield doing. And that's why to this day we have a new Garfield movie coming out. And I think there's been lots of iterations of Garfield is because nothing can imitate how we perceive the archetypal cat. And I think Jim David just struck gold on that. I, I think anybody, I think anybody could have done it. Mm-hmm. And he was just the first guy to really get it. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Of Dawson. course, anytime. Now, before we come to the end of this episode, I should talk about the Garfield trailer. Oh, boy. And I, I did think the beginning was interesting. It was weirdly very sad and emotional. Baby Garfield, Never, he's a real cutie pie. Geez. Then he grows up. I apologize in advance. The eating you're about to see will not be pretty. And if you have young children, this would be a good time for them to leave the room. You ain't never seen nobody and ultimately, we have to face the music that is Chris Pratt's vocal performance. Here's what Dawson had to say. And it was, I was like, oh, I remember that like Garfield can just be a cute cat. But then he starts doing the, now it's Chris Pratt's voice doing essentially Jim Davis jokes. And do you think, and it lost me. Problem is then that. Chris Pratt doesn't get the attitude right? I don't think Chris Pratt is doing the attitude because you can tell, I can tell you right now, Chris Pratt is nowhere near a David Letterman. <laughs> With confidence, I'll tell you that. I think they should get David Letterman into voice Garfield. Is what I'm, is what, honestly, that, I just had the revelation. It's the perfect voice. And I think somebody who captured that very closely was... Um, Bill oh, Murray. Bill Murray, mm. 100%. He has that um, malaise. Yeah. Right? Chris Pratt doesn't have that. No. Yeah, I was. I I thought the trailer was good until Garfield started doing Garfield stuff because I don't think it was a genuine enough Garfield. Now I think Chris Pratt can be a very good voice actor. His performance in the Lego Movie is incredible. I thought he did an admirable job in the Mario Movie. The issue with him is that as a movie star, Chris Pratt's persona is of someone who wants to be a movie star. It's why he's good in Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Lord. He wants to be an action hero. But it does mean he sounds like he's trying, and Garfield doesn't try. Chris Pratt doesn't sound lazy. He doesn't even sound grumpy. He kind of sounds like he enjoys Mondays. But the animation looks pretty fun, and all of it was way more enjoyable than the Mr. Potato Head comics. In fact, like we talked about, Garfield is so much more enjoyable and better than the Mr. Potato Head comics. And you know, I'm starting to get it. Maybe I need to enjoy Garfield in his proper context, the funny section of the newspaper. You'll have to tune in next time to find out. Thank you for Dawson Fleming for coming on the show. This has been Understanding Garfield. Next week, we'll be back with the grand finale of our journey.